0: This is the Unscripted Podcast. All right, we're doing a, a series this month. It's the month of December, and we are, we're actually, we're caught up. Like, yeah, this was going to go out today.
1: Yeah, what? this is almost live.
0: Yep, almost live. So we're, uh, it is recorded live. Um, that's the <coughs> uniqueness about this podcast. Uh, today we're jumping in, we're talking about Mary and Joseph. And so we're going to talk about some things that a lot of people in the, the uh, in the faith, talk about this time of year, and those are things that that pertain to the birth of Christ. Um, in fact, we could probably do some. Uh, we could we could run down the rabbit hole of uh, of talking about things about when we think Jesus was born or whatever. But I don't think that's really relevant right now. We're just going to talk about Jesus, and so today we're talking about his parents that were on the earth.
1: You know the. You know, there's just an interesting thing that happens around Christmas time, especially. <clears throat> I'm going to just assume that most people listen to this or members of the church. Mm-hmm. And you know, where we kinda get into um I don't know, these kind of debate, internal debate whether we should talk about Christmas or not. Mm-hmm. And and you know, like I, I think about I I'm kind of in the camp that that I don't believe Jesus' birthday was on Christmas. No, I don't either. But I, I'm in the camp that, you know, if you're talking about my king, I wanna talk about We're him gonna talk here. about him. Yeah. And so the I welcome those conversations. Absolutely, and
0: I'm going to meet people where they're
1: at. Yeah, and I I, I thought about this. Like, um, when we were in Virginia, we took the boys, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, we went and watched. So, you know, there's this this chosen show that they've made. Oh, yeah, love it. I've heard, you know, and I mean, like, I've got some good friends of mine that are very well-known preachers in the brotherhood, and I'm not going to say their names because I don't want them to know that that Just mm-hmm. got out that they said these things. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> necessarily, and, and they doesn't... could their, their opinion could change too. Later. That's right.
1: And 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 um and and that's 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 a that's a good way of point, pointing mm-hmm. that out, Bob. And but you know they they all love this show. You now they, they all have their little I don't know gripes about it. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And and I, and and if I sit down and I and I looked at the show as I wanted to have a an eye towards error. And yeah. I'll always do that, oh, you know? Yeah. Hey,
0: here's a here's a statement I love. It says, we encourage everyone to go read the gospel.
1: I, and <laughs> and that's what I love about it. How do the, you not like that? I know. That's what they start to show. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing to me about this is that you're talking about, like this morning, we're going to talk about Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. It's funny we say Mary and Joseph. We don't say Joseph and Mary, mm-hmm. you know? But um, we're going to talk about it. She was more important. Yeah, we're going to talk about his mom and daddy. And the we'll we'll leave some things out mm-hmm. and we'll give you our opinions and we'll tell you what we think about these things and we're going to look at what the scripture says in in view of those things and and ultimately you know we're, we're men tasked with talking about the most important event that could ever happen in history it's humbling i mean it's just and and so here we are to Regular people trying to figure out how to talk about the most extraordinary story that ever happened through the mouths of ordinary people. Well, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I, I read the, and I don't mean to get any politics on this, but I read the whole Twitter thing that happened at Twitter last week. You know, we're read, talking
0: about the chosen or Twitter. Well, we're going to talk. I'm going to show you what I'm. Gonna, all, right, all right, all right, give I'm me a following. minute to ramble. Okay, all right. All right. And
1: don't shoot my rabbit yet. All right, Let me. <laughs> boom! Don't shot that thing. All right. But I read the whole story that happened at Twitter. And the
0: and I don't even know what that is, but go ahead.
1: What it was just uh, you know they were the Twitter was was censoring one political
0: view oh, okay,
1: in the extreme oh. and and so well,
0: Facebook does that too all the time.
1: Yeah, and both of these were mentioned. Mm. you know, they mentioned Zuckerberg okay. you know in, in the the Twitter head guy mentioned Zucker referenced Zuckerberg a couple yep. times, but because the optics fell on them, you know, they're trying to cover their tails right. with this and and i remember thinking like you guys are trying your best to and they're doing a good job of this of of making the american people believe because i almost believe these things sometimes too and i got to tell myself that when they try to tell me that my faults are outdated or the bible is just this bronze age book of fables mm-hmm. and we don't need to listen to that foolishness and that you know the media is feeding us, and it's Satan. We got to realize it. It's Satan. It's just feeding us lies. Yeah, deceit. So, so when I went to go see the, and I say this, I say all that to say this. When we went to go see the newest um, chosen thing, like I, I, knew they were coming out with season three.
0: Y'all go to the. Y'all went to the theater.
1: We went to the movie house, and this is why we went to the movie house and uh, to see it. And I'll just, I mean, I have no problem saying this. The when they made the first season. We sent them money uh, to to help fund. Yeah, this is neat. So,
0: so those of you who don't know the chosen, go check it out. (laughs) Uh, So it's about the life of Jesus. This thing is not funded by Hollywood. It's funded by the people. Uh, Some some small or a small group of people put out a whole lot of money, and then now this thing has grown, and so they've solicited people and people like yours truly, Chris, have and and uh, and others that I know. Have sent in a donation so that a, another film could be episode, and and they put a disclaimer out there that they try to they try to be factual, but they also added backstories yep. to these things, like what it would be like for a um, for a tax collector in that day and time. And so we see Matthew where he's very rich. We see where he's laying out his shoes. Well, that's not Son in the Bible. By his family. We see where are somebody's family. That's not in the Bible. We see where uh, where Matthew rides across town. Uh, Hiding in a in a donkey cart, and he's having a conversation with the guy who says, "Well, hey, I'm I'm you know it's like I'm carrying the stinkiest thing in 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 all of uh, of Galilee or whatever Mm -hmm. you know it's like I'm carrying poop today." And so those things are not in the Bible, but it's a backstory about what a tax collector would be like. And so they said, "Hey, we're we're going to take the liberty to make those stories, but this is what it could be like." Mm -hmm. We encourage you to go read the gospel. It's just like going to see the ark. Yeah, and when you plant seeds with people to go read the gospel. I'm all for that. I mean, we went to go see the Ark, and
1: they were very pointed in saying, "Like, we don't know yeah. that this is the way that Noah did
0: it." My kids are captivated by the Chosen. They're like, "Are we going to watch another episode tonight?"
1: But they, but they say at the Ark, they say this is we've just come up with a way mm-hmm. that it could be done. Sure, you know, and and they're doing the same thing with the Chosen, so. What I'm going to say is this, is that we went to see it, we took them to the third season, and because Dallas Jenkins is the guy that made the thing, Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, we give it away. But only 5% of the people actually contribute any kind of funding towards it that Mm -hmm. watch it. Now, there's been hundreds of millions of people that have seen it, and so lots of people have funded this thing. And so, you know, interestingly, how it would unfold is is he's like, I want you to hear some stats. He said that on the opening day of – the new Marvel movie, um, uh, what is it? Black Panther? Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's like Wakanda Forever or something like that. I'm not. I'm know. not sure the name. It's mm-hmm. a new Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. They had the, all these Hollywood like you know open a weekend. We think this is going to be number one. This is going to be number two. He said the Chosen was on none of those radars and it opened number two to a Marvel movie. Wow. It opened number two to a Marvel movie. It was the top five. It was in the top five of searched shows on Roku last year. So, so you know what that means? Is that the rhetoric is not true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That that people really want to know and hear, and they're putting out a quality. I, I understand this is by people with we would not necessarily agree with religiously, mm-hmm. but that we're not talking about salvation. They're planting
0: here. seeds for Jesus, for the gospel. Yeah,
1: and, and, and I'm not saying that we need to jump in fellowship with whoever and whatever. All I'm saying is this, is that ultimately this is a unique way that like at Christmas time, I don't believe that Jesus was born on December the 25th. I will say this, that I'm so thankful, you know, I'm so thankful that people are still talking about Jesus in December. I'm so thankful that we're having the debates that Jesus is the reason for the season because this allows me to have the conversations with people about things that, that are important and that are that are that are them of the utmost important in a society where every news outlet every news media are telling you nobody cares nobody wants to hear those things nobody wants to hear about that but yet over and over again these things prove itself to be true that Jesus when he said lift up your eyes the fields are wide unto harvest he really meant that then and he really meant it now and so you know that's why it's a, it's why it's a blessing for us to sit here this morning at Christmas time. I mean it's December the what? What's the day? The fourth, uh, fifth. Fifth, you know. So ask your kids how many days left of Christmas, right? And so we can sit here and have this conversation this morning. What a blessing that is to be able to talk about Jesus' mom and daddy right. today.
0: And and look at so kind of start off and go along those things, uh along these lines. Luke nine forty nine. This is a a neat thing that Jesus is talking about true greatness here, and, and he says, verse 48, he says, whoever receives this little child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. He who is least among you all will be great. And then John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow with us. He's not following with... With, he ain't in our group. He ain't following he you, Jesus, right time. now. Right. But he's trying to cast out demons in your name. But Jesus said to him, "Do not forbid <coughs> him, for he who is not against us is on our side." And so, those are those are words of our master too that that we need to consider. Now, listen, I think that that this podcast is very explicit about who we follow in our teachings, and and there's and we draw a lot of lines on that. You can go look at a lot of things and research things on our podcast and we stand on the truth for the gospel but however there are times that, that there are there are resources that are, that are out there God raised up the Pharaoh so that he could show his power through through I, him absolutely and and so I, there, there's things that, uh, that, I'll, that I'll support and um, and listen
1: the only the only message let me see if I can say this the only message that ever did it right Were the inspired ones. What I mean by that Mm -hmm. is, like, you look at Act Seven with Stephen being stoned, yeah, and you can see inspiration dripping from every. When he gives the Jews this history lesson, as it were, yeah. just think he takes 40 or 50 verses there, 30, 40, 50, whatever it is, and he gives them this perfect rundown, and yet at the same time, he drips their conviction into it with it. Well, why? Because he was inspired mm-hmm. to do this thing. All the rest of us, we've got to figure out how to fumble this thing through the re- with with what we can study, with what we can learn, with what then we can put together in our minds and come up with this. Now I'm not saying that there aren't explicit things that the scriptures teach about salvation, the organization of the church, right. who will be saved on judgment day. I'm not saying those things aren't true. What I am saying is this, is that there's a blessing that there are that there are so if we would open our eyes, there are so many more opportunities mm-hmm. available to us than we want to give credit to. And and so if we saw those things as opportunities, instead of us still seeing we're kicking against the pricks, like Paul mm-hmm. told, I mean... Um, yeah, the goads. Yeah, Jesus. or Lord told Saul, yeah. Yeah, and, Saul and, and Tarsus. Acts 9, you know, then like w- sometimes we may find out that some of those goads or, or pricks, whatever you want to call them, that we're kicking against, maybe they aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe those things are, maybe there's some blessings there if we just look at them.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and and there's a... I can't think of a better way to conversate with somebody. Like, it's been, it's been proven that... There's, there's two things that will resonate in somebody's mind that they'll memorize something from uh, one is a tune Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it yeah man I mean that's a that's a tune and and there's <laughs> and so all these things are are you okay audience you can do this one right here Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, everybody All knows right. that one. Andy Griffith. So people people resonate a tune, and and they put a tune or a jingle with with something, and so that's how people memorize things. The, the second thing is, is people don't remember a sermon that was preached uh, three weeks ago, but what they will remember is a movie that they watched, and then and that and that the climax of those movies and those scenes, and when they when and, and I'm somebody who like will. Pull over whenever somebody does not put something that's like, okay, that wasn't in the scripture. I'm not going to support that. Mm -hmm. But when somebody puts a disclaimer out there that says, we're going to strive to be the truth. We've added backstories to this thing. We want everybody to go read the gospels. All right. I'm all in. And and so you've told me the truth. Yeah. And, and and they're transparent.
1: Yeah, exactly right. They're transparent about it. And so there's a, there's such, such an awesome thing. So, like we miss, we mi- so a lot of our religious friends. Yeah, and were,
0: that's where I was going was a conversation. Yeah did did you watch Did you watch the Chosen? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Do you remember the uh, the lesson on Cana Galley? Do you remember whenever? I mean, I can't tell you. I've watched like five episodes, and I'm sitting there squalling. Oh my! Start. Like how like how I, I could sit there and be like,
1: all right, if I was Peter, you just wait. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you, you wait. Till I'm like the woman at the whale. And, and, Nicodemus. Sitting in Jesus, and I'm it's like, you, and it's it like is, okay, he
0: does look like Crazy John the Baptizer. Yeah, yeah, it's cre- Creepy John. Creepy John. <laughs> creepy John. Oh, so, yeah, Peter's like, so you really want me Think to... Think about this. You really want me to believe this because Creepy yeah. John said something. Exactly. That's what you're telling Andrew. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And, like, you know that John had to be Creepy John. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, let's describe him. You know, he's never shaved. <laughs> never shaved in his life. Right. He's a Nazarite, right? <laughs> he lives in this, in this world of... of of, uh, what do you call it, like uh, uh, itinerant preacher world, right? He survives on bugs and honey. Yeah. Okay? So at the end of the day, what you have is John the Baptist. Like, Like, how else would you describe him? Like when people call the church and they're
0: like, If people can't tell by now that this episode, that this thing is not scripted. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. <laughs> you'll understand completely. Because here we are talking about John the Baptist, and we're supposed to be talking about Mary and Joseph. But it, it that's the that's the captivating thing. Yeah, you can I mean, have those conversations absolutely. with people. And that's what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a conversation with people about the birth of Jesus.
1: And and so if there's any lessons that we can learn, like there's just word that there's and I'm gonna preach about this one of these words Sunday, so I'm not gonna talk about it right now, but the but there's this word that's used that is confession in our Bible, mm-hmm. right?
0: And Oh man, I'm about to get a Bible lesson.
1: So there's because <laughs> I got one. But you know, this word confession that's in our Bible and it is such a unique word because we tend to think that confession is Something that is that is a requirement of salvation, and what I mean by that is that there must be some kind of magical formula that are articulated that then
0: with my words,
1: yeah, that that then put God in my favor, mm-hmm. right? So I confess that I'm a sinner. I confess that well, whatever the case, none of those things fit the biblical narrative. None of those things do you find anywhere that 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 is in in the course of salvation with somebody, okay? And so what happens is, here's an interesting thing. The word confession just really is this word, is homologeo. That means to agree alongside with. That's really what it means. So it means to say the same thing as one another, to concede, not to refuse, to, to, to declare openly, or to... Uh, promise and so really that
0: sounds like what we're doing when we're confessing our faith
1: that's exactly what we're talking about here this is the the epitome of confession in your life so what when 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 paul tells these people that you must confess jesus what he's saying is is that your thoughts your ideas your beliefs your words must line up with the same thing that Jesus lined up with. They must you must act and say and do these very that's why Matthew 10 it becomes a little bit more clear when In verse thirty-two, and he says, "If you'll confess me
0: before men, him will I confess before my father." Yeah. So
1: you think about it. If he's saying, "If you if you'll just act like me before men, if you'll just talk like Mm -hmm. me before men, if you'll just there
0: should be evidence,
1: yeah, there's just going to be these things that you're going to separate yourself from the world. You're just going to do it, and so and
0: you're going to be different. And that that's a perfect thing to that that I can think about. Like, there's can you imagine being the person who God comes down and says? I gonna. I want you to be the mama and daddy of my son.
1: And and just and and think about then what you would have to do in regards to that and saying like okay. I don't know what that's going to mean, but I just know that I'm going to have to now whenever somebody asks me, I'm just going to have to say the things that you told me to say. I'm going to have to do so you got Mary and Joseph, these two you know in Teenage kids, right, that have got to this, you know, monumental task ahead of them. You know, Joseph is going to, you know, you can tell by the narrative that he's thinking like, I got, I'm gonna have to put away Mary.
0: Yeah, you know? and, there, and there's and there's there's evidence that of these two people in the scripture that talks about their there there's evidence of their faith yes. because of their actions and because of the things that they that they do, and and Stephen. When when you talk about that sermon with Stephen, like he he tells us things about Moses that the in the that the white space would tell us in the Old Testament, but the Old Testament didn't tell us, right? Because he tells us things about culturally about Moses that I never would have known. Because Moses, one of his excuses to God was, "I'm not good enough. Like I can't talk, I can't speak elegantly." Well, Stephen tells us in that sermon that he got killed over. When he's telling them that whole rundown, painting that picture as you talked about in Acts chapter 7, that he tells us the, these words, and, and y'all can write these things down, but, but he says in, in Acts 7, 22, And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds. Now, when he was 40 years old, it came to his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Well, when Moses is 80, he says, I can't speak. I'm not elegant in speech. Stephen says, uh, no, he was mighty in wisdom and words and deeds. And uh, he was learned, he was educated in those areas. And so he uses this as an excuse. Well, there's some things that we can draw from from Mary and Joseph because of the things. I mean, you think about this. Like, she comes to, the Lord comes to to Mary. It's like, you're pregnant. Well, Today's society, we could probably—we um, see somebody, and, and 30 years ago, it was probably pretty shameful if somebody got pregnant outside of wedlock. Yeah. And and, and and in some spectrums today, there were people who would be shameful about it, and they would consider going and getting an abortion about it and probably maybe even go through with that. And ultimately, though for Mary, it meant death, that if she's pregnant— and Joseph chose. If she if she's pregnant outside of wedlock, it's going to mean death for her because. Yes. That's what the law demanded. That's what the law demanded. And Joseph had a rightful way to get rid of her, but he could have brought her before the temple and had her stoned. Mm-hmm. But it says he put her away privately. Mm-hmm. That, meant, that doesn't mean that he's going to hide her, but what it meant was he was going to conceal her sin, not in an unscriptural way. But he was—he had so much compassion he for chose her. He chose
1: to not—he, he, you know—that's—that's that's the blessing is that it wasn't a, a requirement; it was an option.
0: And and so he chose. I'm going to put this marriage away, <coughs> and I'm going to do it privately, and not—I'm—I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be betrothed to her anymore. But I'm not going to openly tell people why.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to allow it to be concealed so that she did not die. Yeah, and and that's the character of the man that God picked to be the daddy of Jesus on this earth.
1: Well, and you know, he has to send an angel, and, and I think there's only, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think there's only two named angels in the Bible, and that's Michael and Gabriel. I can't think of any more.
0: I can't think of another off the top of my head. But, but hey, if you know of another angel name, send it to us. Yeah. But we want BCVs. We want yeah, book chapter and verse.
1: Yeah, and and you know, God sends
0: oh, 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 oh Satan.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that's He's true. An angel. That's that's a good one. Good point. It says that now in the sixth month in Luke 2, um, verse 28, And having come, and the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So you think about this. Gabriel is sent to, her, verse 26, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. You know, how, how, um, you know, you don't see this happen much. You understand what I mean? Like, there's only a few times in the narrative, the history where God sends an angel himself, and it is for big event stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Passover. Mm-hmm. You know, God says, "I'm going to tonight. I'm going to send a. I'm going to send an angel. You know, I'm going to send the destroyer. And
0: then, it, and then, other places says, "And I pass through." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, all that just runs in my mind too.
1: Well, I suppose it's. I've always looked at that as like God. Like if I send, uh, you know. Aiden to go do something. Mm-hmm. You know, Our family did it. Yeah, you know, I got the tractor mm-hmm. ready. You know, I, Aiden go get the tractor. You know, mm-hmm. you got the tractor ready. Yeah, it's ready. You know, I mean, yeah. so it's a collective. You yeah. know, well,
0: or or if you send him to give a hundred dollars to somebody, Aiden didn't. He didn't come up with a hundred bucks. Right. Or you you send some. Well, we'll be realistic. You send two thousand dollars to somebody, and you send Aiden to go take it to somebody and to give them the message. We, I gave that to them. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gave it to him through your through yourself. Yeah,
1: and so so what you have is You know, this scenario here where God is going to look down on Mary, mm-hmm. you know, this and and uh Gary Bennett does just such a jam up job of explaining this this group of Nazarenes that really they really believed that the Messiah was gonna come through them. And it's almost amazing how I mean, through the Nazarites. Yeah, they yeah. were. They were right. You know, yeah. I mean, they they were right in in that conclusion. But you know, I, I I've wondered like, why? You know, like, why were they right? Because of the fact that that they had put this together, or they had such strong faith. You know, so God said, "I'm going to use these people right here." You know, I mean, it's just a it's an amazing thing to look at. But God chose this little. You know, it's over and over again, you see the same thing. God never uses these great big, you know, world things, you know, the worldly things. We would think that Jesus would be born of some royal heritage and some kind of great story instead of just this lowly little girl in an offshoot village in the middle of nowhere. But God looked and said, This is the one, this is the best way for us to do, to fulfill the prophecy that Isaiah said she would come through a virgin and she would come through this tribe and yeah, she would come
0: Isaiah 7:14.
1: Yeah, she would come through this
0: lineage. She would come through Oh, and you just think about that like the power of the Bible, like of all things Some people say, well, well no, these these people just came up with this story. Okay. Two things that were foretold per, prior to couple things that were foretold prior to that would just make no logical sense if a man just came up with this story and it's just a hoax
1: i'm going to get a sermon here i can feel it
0: one is there's going to be a virgin birth who comes up with that that's right it ain't just a man mm-hmm. second thing is there's going to be a resurrection And you go, okay, well, where was that foretold about? Well, Peter preached it in the sermon that everybody preaches in Acts 2. There's some things that we
1: forget about this culturally. Like, you know, for them to just be born of a woman in the middle of nowhere was just unheard of. Mm -hmm. Do you know how Rome supposedly got its start? No. Romulus and Remus, these two founders of Rome, were suckled by a wolf. You understand? Just think about the way that story origin begins. They were what now? Uh, nursed by a wolf. <laughs>
0: nursed by a wolf. They
1: were born. I can't remember if they were born cool, the, man. born from the wolf. I'll
0: follow that story.
1: But but you understand right, what right, I mean? Right, right, like right. just think about the origins of Rome. And
0: sometimes people, if they look at Christianity, they're like, Y'all are some crazy people. Born of a virgin. Born of a Virgin. And so I don't start there. Yeah, you right. Know? Exactly. But when you're a believer, like there there are some things, but but in Acts two, Peter talks about uh Verse three. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne, he foreseeing this spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ. And so, when David was speaking uh, all the way back in uh, in Psalm sixteen, uh, eight through eleven, that's he's talking about the resurrection. I will not leave my soul in Hades, and um, nor will I allow to see the Holy One to see corruption. So. There's going to be a resurrection. So there's two things that God foretold about, and in Galatians four four when the fullness of time came, Christ came, born of a woman, born under the law, and that was the first the first prophecy that God gave. He gave it directly to Satan, and he said he would be and born. And he gave it himself. Yeah, think about that. He didn't the first prophecy else, was yeah.
1: not through a prophet; it was through God's own voice.
0: And He tells Satan, he says, "There's going to be enmity between my seed, between her seed, and your seed, between." Your seed of sin, Satan, and between her seed, and her the womb, and that seed is Christ, and there's going to be big problems because there's going to be Christ, salvation, and there's going to be sin, and so God is. He said there's going to be problems between that, and He gave that directly to Satan, and Satan was too blind, too conceited about himself to even to even see the prophecy. That's the manifold wisdom of God that He can He can speak it into existence right to Satan himself, to right to His enemy. And then have it come true, and so everybody. I've heard this this rhetoric about um, someone I saw recently um, that's uh, that's close to my family. I'll leave it at that. They wore this shirt uh, to Thanksgiving that said uh, that said um, "Slay the Bells," and it's talking about slaying the patriarchs, and it's just a feminism movement or whatever. And so it's a it was a it was a it's Unix. a. It was a female. Yeah, just get rid of the patriarch story. <coughs> well, I've heard I heard people say, well, well, get. Actually, it was that same person that said, I don't believe the Bible because it's a patriarch story. You're the, missing the, son, the son of God came from a woman. It was the hidden story of the woman. God said through her seed. There, every, everybody in the whole world was born of a man. Through the seed of a man, we're not going to go into biology class here, the Son of God came through a woman. Mm-hmm. Ladies, if that doesn't tell you how much God loves you and how much you can be used, you're the hidden story. And think about this, Bob. You're the hidden attribute of the, the gospel of the Son of God
1: coming to the world. Who's the one that follow, uh, Let's. Can we just assume? Men have everything. No. Let's just assume one thing, okay? Now, I'm going to say this is just history. This is an extra-biblical narrative. We understand that the Bible was not written... For us to believe that Jesus existed, now mm-hmm. it's in there, mm-hmm. right? But it was written so that we would believe why he existed. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know that's what John 21 yeah. is about, right? Yeah. And so, these things so, are written so yeah. that you would believe yeah, that Jesus yeah, yeah, is the yeah. Christ.
0: Yeah. You'd have life through His name. Yeah. Right. And so that's the purpose.
1: Yeah. So so there's things that are missing out of it. What I mean by that is like Joseph falls off the scene, right? And we have to assume, we have to assume that he's dead Mm
0: -hmm.
1: by the time that
0: Jesus gets into ministry.
1: Into ministry, especially at the cross, he's
0: either dead or he's walked away. I don't know which one.
1: And I mean, I doubt that he's walked away. I just, I I doubt that too. I'm just saying, there's your
0: two options.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's there's just two options. And you know, to have the kind of faith that in Matthew one and verse nineteen. Joseph her husband being a just man, very few people mm-hmm. are said that about not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly, but while he thought about these things, you know what he's doing he's raising them. yeah he's he's trying to figure this thing out in his head like like what is the what's the play here? How do I do this and do this the right way and well let's let's just think about this, okay we know specifically that Jesus over and over and over again healed many 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 people many people were healed mm-hmm. on the cross he tells john look after mama well i just i really think it's because daddy's gone he's dead yeah. right why didn't jesus ever heal joseph what what why wouldn't why wouldn't jesus ever heal joseph and I, i'll tell you this speaks to the power of god in so many ways because Joseph had a part to play, and through faith, he speaks to us victoriously. Because you know that, like, 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 I had this. We had a boy at camp this year that um,
0: Mary got him all the way to the cross.
1: I'm telling you, man. Like, he the, the kid was a he was an adopted kid. He had like a deformity. He had a little short arm, and uh I was talking to him, and he said, "I just I was always taught growing up." Uh, he's from an Asian country, that uh, uh, according to Buddhism, that I was not, my parents had sinned. You know, my parents had done something wrong. That's what he
0: was saying. That's what he was saying to me. Mm -hmm. And he
1: said, you know, I just, uh, I was born this way because of something my parents did. He said, I don't think that's true. I said, why? He said, well, I don't think that something my parents did would affect me. I said, well, let's let's look at, you know, he was asking, he's like, because he said, like, here at camp with you guys, Like I really believe that you believe what you're saying, but I don't know if I believe those things. Mm -hmm. He said, "Like I want to because the way that you guys talk about them is so exciting and it's so uh, uh, engaging to me that I want to believe them, but I'm just not sure." I said, "Let's let's have this conversation." So I had this conversation with him, and it went it went kind of like this. And um, I told him, I said, "You know, you go back to the first century, and we have all these validated miracles that Jesus did, and." We had these things that he could, undeniable proofs. Nicodemus, Master, we know that you're a teacher from God, for no man can do these things except God be with him. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it's it is uh, obvious that there's been a notable miracle yeah. done among there's us. There's evidence. And, and so <clears throat> I said, we know that these things happen. I said, but here's the blessing is that, like, you, you take this kid or you take Joseph in this scenario and or even Lazarus. And Lazarus was such a very special case. And that, you know, I told this kid, I was like, what a blessing you will be able to say that if if you can build your faith strong enough to where you will never need to say God could have healed my arm, but he didn't. But God never needed to heal my arm because by faith I see it healed. By faith Mm -hmm. I never would have needed those things. You see, the miracles were for the weak. The miracles for the week, you know, it was God's plan that every single Jew had done the same things that Mary and Joseph did. That when when he told them, this is the end. In Luke 2, when he said, this is the one, this is the one, Mary. You know, she went her whole life and she was really the only one that knew. She was the only one that knew those things. Mm -hmm. Joseph, until he is gone, he's the only one that really knew. And so when he died, just think about how comfortable he could die dying. Just think about that, that that he could know that his son, the one that he adopted, as it were, and helped raise is turning into is is not turning, I shouldn't say that, like he needed to mm-hmm. discover it, but that he's going to ultimately become the greatest thing that humanity ever had. So he can go to his grave with an absolute assurance of faith that it's okay, that it's okay, that even though he has the power to heal me, I don't need that. I don't need that. And so at the cross, you just see Mary. You know, at, at, at Pentecost, you just see Mary. And and, and like I told that guy, like, what a blessing that you have as this testimony that you can either be one of these people that needed these explicit miracles to make you believe in Jesus. Or you could say, I see these things are evidence. You know, when Elijah fought the prophets at Mount Carmel or when when Moses received the law on the mountain or when Joseph I mean um, Joshua and Caleb conquered Canaan and and all those things were for them evidence that mm-hmm. God was with them they provide substance for us
0: absolutely and to to go with what you said like Mary knew those things in Luke 2 you know when Jesus when they they left him and then he's found in the temple and you know he come- you know they come back and they find him, and I thought the chosen did a really good job with this little passage too, and you know Jesus like why did why did you seek me? Didn't you know I must be about my father's business and um <clears throat> but they didn't understand the statement which he spoke to them. that means those who were who were present didn't understand the statement that he spoke to them. I guess that's what that means uh I don't because they Mary and Joseph did understand because the next verse says that Mary did. So the they has to not include Mary there. So it has to be somebody else. I don't know if it's somebody in the caravan or if it's somebody from the temple. Uh, but either ways, they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them, 51. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. She she knew these things. She kept
1: them. Well, look at what happens. You said you watched the wedding feast at Cana. Mm-hmm. And and uh, she tells him like you got to fix this problem. He's like, well, it's, I mean, it's not time yet. Yeah. Why, why can he have that conversation? Like she you know, she knew she knew right. Yeah. She, she knew. And so 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 what he's saying is he's like saying like we're not ready to open Pandora's box with yeah. this thing yet. And and she's like I'm not I'm not saying you to do that. I'm just saying you got to fix this problem. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. Like so so that that shows her faith, right? right? That, that she's not asking Jesus. To mess up the narrative of what he's supposed when when the angel meets her and says you're gonna you're you're chosen among everybody else and there's this great thing that you're gonna do she's just saying like I don't know how you fix these things but I know by faith you I can you can work this thing out and I'm gonna just so just whatever he tells him to do y'all listen to him.
0: This um this amazing thing that in in Luke one thirty four. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? That means that she's never had sex before. She's, I'm a virgin. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her, who was called barren. Well, that's a little bit of evidence for Mary. She she would have known that probably that Elizabeth, Elizabeth was, was
1: old and no youngins.
0: Yeah, six months. Right. She would have heard this. She would have heard about Zacharias. Uh, hey, can't he, talk. he he can't talk. Right. And then after John's born, he he names him. He's going to be named right. John. Yeah. Who's going to later be called the Creepy John. Creepy John. Crazy John. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-seven. For with, for with God nothing nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And
1: and, and if it's a prayer we could pray today, that's the one.
0: Let it be to me according to your word. Because that's the only thing that we have.
1: You know, like like that's the only thing she had to go on is like this angel shows up and says, "I need to give you a couple of evidences so that you know this ain't something crazy."
0: Here I am, the maidservant of the Lord. Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. She's and and then we see her her you know her song, "My soul magnifies the Lord; my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior." Here's regard the the lowly state of His maid servant. If you want God to choose you for something great, humility is an amazing thing for behold henceforth all generations will call me blessed you think about everybody's going to call mary blessed now that means probably before that they weren't calling her really blessed yeah Uh, especially uh when you go through down the road yeah for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name you imagine the 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 pride that would well up in her heart i don't mean horrible pride i mean like godly pride like God, yeah, yeah, God's picked, God's picked me to to yeah. breastfeed the son of God. Right. I mean, man. She probably didn't have to worry about her milk coming in. What <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? And I bet she I bet she went on a gluten free diet. Right, did.
1: exactly. Right.
0: And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. God's mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He's filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our father, she knows these things, to Abraham and to his seed forevermore through the lineage of, of Abraham. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Um, There's some i mentioned this on this podcast, but there's some amazing things that that the evidence, the life of Mary, not just these scriptures, but the silence of Mary speaks volumes.
1: So you, you think about how all those things, you know, like sometimes we wrestle with things like, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience through the things he suffered. And... You think about, what does that mean? Like, Jesus doesn't know what suffering was like. Well, I think the Bible paints this picture.
0: Not in the flesh, he didn't know until yeah, he suffered. That, that's what I mean. That's I why he the, can reason with us now.
1: Yeah, that's right, and I think that's why the Bible paints that picture. Like, like he knows that he made your nerve endings in your thumb. Mm-hmm. But he had to experience it as a carpenter smashing his right. finger with a, a, a hammer or somebody dropping something on his hand, you know. And the... Um, <laughs> i remember the other day i was working on something and a buddy of mine i called a buddy of mine
0: chris every day you work on something you're gonna hurt yourself we know that
1: i know it's a shame and <laughs> no it's and, and,
0: just the truth and, we are
1: and like you're talking about sunday about the blood you know and i was like man mine works overtime you know <laughs> right. I cut myself with this metal yeah but um i was thinking about a time that uh, i was we were working on something and i was holding something and i told cecil i was like don't hit my thumb Pow hits my thumb. And and I mean it just swole he tempted up.
0: not to call him Cecil so anymore. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> it, well then his nickname is Bam Bam. Okay. So so anyways he hits my thumb and I and I think like, you know, here's what had to happen. Jesus had to he had to have the kind of daddy that taught him, like, Okay, son, like you're gonna hit your thumb. It's gonna happen sometime and it's just this is the way we're gonna deal with these things. He had to have the mama that was going to when the world was saying you're there's no way this happened. She just had to remain silent. And what an echo you see then, when when you see Isaiah 53's prophecy fulfilled—that Jesus would remain silent before his before, like a sheep, right? Yeah. When they're accusing Jesus, when they're reviling him, he's he's silent before them. And so, you know, you can just see his faith, their faith, dripping through the pages of the New Testament. And when when. The untold thousands, I mean, probably into the millions, if it were, of people that Jesus taught in Pentecost, there's only 120. Just think about that. You know, I mean, out of, if if by any other account, you would look at Jesus and think that he was a failure. But he did it so well with the 120 that the 120 was able to change the rest of the world. As a matter of fact, whoever it was that was saying, you know, we need to get rid of the patriarch or whatever. Mm-hmm. They are. They should be so thankful that Christianity has touched our culture in such a way that has elevated the status of women. Yes, I mean that that we're not living under some Muslim or or, or Buddhist or or, uh, or a Hindu culture where
0: there's no other there's no other religious world that has elevated the woman more. And 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 it started with the principle of that it was a hidden principle through. Through the seed of a woman. Right. That that all these men for all this time would have thought, oh, it's going to be through the power of man, through the power of man, through the power of man. No. We see it's through the power of a woman. Yep. That God does this. What's conceived in you is of the Holy Spirit. God and the woman work together to bring forth the greatest gift in the known to humanity and not known to some in humanity. They will know. They will know one day. Because every knee is going to bow to the one that Mary birthed. Mm-hmm. And so – Sometimes silence is the best answer. Sometimes silence is wisdom. And and the silence of Mary at the cross tells me that Jesus truly was the son of God. I've made this statement before and I'm gonna make it again. The fact that, that she's not saying I mean, the fact that she's gonna allow him to die because of his beliefs and because of his teachings tells me that he truly was the son of God. Because no mama in her right mind if, he's, if this is all a hoax and this is all a lie, she's not going to go. I mean, she's going to go to them and say, he's crazy. Just yeah, let yeah, him. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, just let him live. Don't don't kill him. Right. And right. she's going to go and she's going to appeal. She doesn't appeal to anybody. Mm-mm. But she's there the whole time and she sees it all the way through. And it was just as hard. It was just as hard. I mean, I think it would be harder to be silent and not say anything and not to revo- – I mean, you think about – What mama, if there's an injustice against their child, if he truly is innocent, what mama's going to be silent and not speak a word, even to the Roman government? Mm -hmm. She's going to say, "He's no, just don't kill him. He's crazy. I'll take his place. I'll take his place. All these things, but she knew. And then the, the silence of Mary in Acts, when she's there, after Jesus has ascended to heaven... And she's there with the first disciples. Yeah, when she's in the church. She's in the Lord's church. She's she's now promoting the cause to go forth. Right. That tell woman leadership. Me there's, <laughs> that tells me there's evidence of the resurrection.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's woman leadership right there. The silence of Mary. Absolutely. Amen. So, what a blessing it is that, that we're in a time. So, l- let's just wrap it up by saying this. Let's encourage. You know, you're so much better at this. Uh, Let's encourage our brothers and sisters to take these opportunities because, you know, like you try to have this conversation about Mary in July, and it's going to be a lot weirder. Yeah. You know, but if you have this conversation now when they got the little Chinese blow mold, Jesus, you know, that's. The camels then fell over.
0: Chinese blow mold Jesus.
1: You know that the, the camels fell over in the manger scene, and the there's yard. your punchline, Ben. <laughs> right, and and you know it's just it's just um, this is the time, you know.
0: Savior of the world or Chinese blow mold Jesus? Um, <laughs> that might be a headline sometimes. <laughs> hey, well, so I uh, I know you want to finish this up. No, I mean. Well, but think about this. So, so some people could say, "Well, there's no evidence of Joseph," and so you made the the statement that he was um, he was a a just man, and and well, the Bible I, made that yeah, statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and, I, and saying that you believe that that he lived, and I want to believe that too. And some people can say, "Well, well, since Joseph's not around and we don't read about Joseph, well, then this story is a hoax." Well, there's he could have been dead for sure. And as I said, he could have walked away. And there's a few times it talks about someone being just. But we also read where there's people who at one time had their faith in God.
1: Yeah, like you talked about Asa yesterday.
0: Asa. Asa, had, Asa looked at a million-man army and prayed to God and said, hey, we know that you work through us. Well, God used that as evidence later on in Asa's life whenever he had another situation. And because Asa did not call out to God in that situation – his heart turned. His heart was turned away from God. And God said, "Hey, you're going to have you're going to have struggles," and 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 a guy who once prayed to a million man army, prayed to God about a million man army, and God delivered him. Later on, when he gets sickness and disease of his feet, he can't even lift up. He can't even lift a prayer to God, and he he dies in that state. Joseph could have walked away regardless either way if some if someone says that's not evidence if you if you if you go down if if Joseph died and Mary stays faithful all the way through to the cross and and after and after the cross after the resurrection in the early church she's going forward that gives you evidence that it's real if Joseph walked away and yet later Mary still stays faithful all the way to the cross, even after the resurrection, even in the early church. There's evidence for you that it was real.
1: Yeah, and and we don't even have Mary's death story. No, you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like we don't know when Mary. I mean, like Pentecost could have been the end for her. You know, what I mean that's the we last. That's the last thing we know about Mary is is that she's present there with the disciple. Was it 120 something like that? And on on the day of Pentecost, and that's it. You know, that's it because it's not. It goes back to this thing like... He must
0: increase, I must decrease. That's
1: right. How much of the story do we need to tell about the people instead of about the Savior? And so, at the end of the day, when you're having these conversations about Christmas, listen, no matter what you want to say or whatever, Christmas is about Christ. And, but... Like I said in the beginning I don't think this is You don't have to say it anymore Yeah, I mean But Christmas is about Christ So Every day
0: should be Romans 14 says If you if you celebrate this day Celebrate it to God And yep. he's talking about Those old feasts or whatever
1: Yep So, Point so, people to Jesus Yeah, you got this opportunity You know, I mean You know, the When you ride around And looking at lights And you think Like what a blessing it is
0: Think about the light of the world
1: Yeah, think about the wise men That saw the light You know And think about the I mean, you know We're going to talk about that too. Yeah, the,
0: yeah. When When Use it use it to give God his glory. Amen. Pointing to Jesus. This is the Unscripted Podcast.